Give you a minute. It's good to be in the Lord's house. Good to see everybody's come in, and uh, glad to see each person that's here. Just a blessing seeing folks in the choir and folks coming in, and uh, glad to have everybody, and especially our visitors. We want to say a special welcome to you. Got something special I want to talk to you about tonight. And uh, instead of reading the scripture, this on my heart, just take a minute. And we've been praying about revival, and. Uh, well, I believe people's really been praying because I really got on my heart and uh, got on my heart that we needed to uh, get Cooper to preach a few nights for us. And I was still praying about that and want to make sure, you know. And then after Sunday night, I got really satisfied. God just used him in such a great way. And so I, I called Cooper and talked to him. He didn't feel surprised that I called him because he had on his heart too. So I said, well, just kind of keep it to yourself for a little bit. And I said, I'll, uh, I'll get a hold of our deacons. And uh, I first thought about talking to them after church tonight, but I got in a hurry, and so I just did a one call and talked to them because uh, we got the deacons listed in a group on the one call. And, boy, I got uh, I, I got such good response from our deacons, it uh, got me excited. And uh, and so instead of waiting until Sunday to talk to the church, I said, I'm just going to do it tonight, and we'll have more time. And the time that, uh, it's on my heart to have it is a week from Friday starting. Uh, this Friday be the 10th, the 17th, that'll be a week from Friday, the 17th. It's when we'd like to start it if it pleased the church. And uh, so, uh, and like I said, and I won't go into all our comments, but I really appreciate our deacons. I lean on them a lot, and they're so much help to me. And so I got a great response from them. But let's do this. If you think that uh, that pleased the Lord for us to uh, get uh, Cooper to preach a few nights before starting on the 7th, why don't you stand up? Look around, Cooper. <laughs> You're allowed to stand up, too. All right, just stay standing up because, uh, boy, thank the Lord. That's a great response. I thank the Lord. And uh, that excites me. And you just stay standing and we'll have a prayer. And after that, I'll turn over to Brother Taylor in the car. And, and I thank you. Lord, thank you for letting us be here tonight. And thank you for what we feel in our hearts. And God, thank you for the excitement and the joy we feel. And uh, God, you're just so amazingly good to us. And uh, God, we thank you for just how good you are to us and how, how much joy that we can feel in serving and following you. Uh, God, thank you for people's hearts getting together and being in one mind and one accord. God, we pray for this service, and God, we pray for our revival. And God, we pray that you just bless us. Help us tonight, God. Uh, help us to just move and be in the very center of your will. And uh, God, speak to people's hearts that's in need even tonight. And God, we pray and we ask you these things in Jesus' name, and amen. You may be seated. I turn service over, brother. Page
page 242 242 I walk with Jesus now happy and free I love this wondrous love shining 
it's uh, page 322 in the light red book. Yeah, uh, it won't go away. So
Thank you, choir. That was very moving. Thank you, Taylor. You know, a lot of us get up here and we say, oh, we're nervous about doing this and everything. And to me, this is the, this is the easy part. Because I feel like when I get up here, I'm looking out amongst family and friends that have been there for the greatest moment of my life when I was saved and for the absolute darkest of my life. And I thank you. Uh, the hard part's trying to be a light to people. And that's one thing that I was fortunate with Tina. She was a, a very good light to me. And she, she helped me to see things. And when we sang the song about preparations made, I thought of Steve. And I think it was the second time I'd come to church and you got up and sang. Um, I'm insured beyond the grave and I have preparations made. But unfortunately, I didn't hear it that way. So after church, we were in, I was in the basement doing something and I was singing and I sang it how I remembered it. It was, I'm insured beyond belief and I have preparation H. And <laughs> the next thing I know, Tina came down and smacked me on the back of the head and she said, it's preparations made and you better get some. <laughs> and the light went on. So if I could be a light like that to someone, it would be great, but <laughs> I'm sorry, Steve, but every time you get up and sing it, I just, <laughs> she said, we don't sing about preparation ancient church. You may have in the Catholic church, but we don't here. And I said, okay, I can understand that. So my little book that Eileen gave me has gotten me through the past year and a half. And there's, there's always little passages in it that I'd like to read, if you don't mind. Because there's days when we all struggle, and we struggle with life, we struggle with faith. And it says, let me help you through this day. The challenges you face are far too great for you to handle alone. You are keenly aware of your helplessness in the scheme of events you face. This awareness opens up a choice to doggedly go it alone or to walk with me in humble steps of dependence. Actually, this choice is continually before you, but difficulties highlight the decision-making process. That's so true. So consider it all joy whenever you are enveloped in various trials. These are gifts for me, reminding you to rely on me alone. And that's true when we feel inside that, oh gosh, we can't go on and everything. If you turn to the Lord, he shows you the path. Uh, he has helped me immensely in my work and my life, and I am so thankful. So let's all stand, please. Does anyone have an unspoken prayer? Once again, we have a lot to pray for. Anyone have a spoken prayer? Prayer works. It may not be the answer we want. Sometimes we we don't get the answer we want, or we don't hear anything. And I question myself. I question God. Why are you 
letting all these other people get well, but you couldn't give me Tina. And he finally told me, he said, she had prayers too. She had been a lot of pain in her life, a lot of suffering. So it's not always just our prayer. So no one with spoken request? Sixty-five years together. Wow, that's great. Anyone else? That's good news too. It's it's neat because you can feel the prayers. You really can, and it it's something I had never felt before before I came here. So. Billy Ray, would you lead us in prayer, please? Yes. Sure, he's working it in their lives. Let's remember that. That's one. That's that's something that Tina taught me because she had a lot of serious surgeries and she she gave it to God and she came through on all of those.
We're thankful that we have Cooper and all of our young preachers and all of our young children. Every sound you hear from the little children is just like reminding you of the blessings from God that, that he gives us. So we ask at this time if anyone might have a song or a testimony.
I got to move up. That's nobody else. That's me. And, and I appreciate that. And I was able to do that today, just to be honest with you. Um, something, something was said to me today. Um, and, I, and I talk with Billy Ray a lot, and I'll drag him into it. And something was said to me today that was such a great blessing. It was something I've worried about, something that I've been burdened about. And it was just like God said, see, even when you think I'm not working, I'm working. I'm glad that when I was a little boy, I didn't know nothing about the work that God had done 
but I got to take a part in and came my way. Just pray for us.
I really feel like singing, getting up here. And, uh, I'm glad to be here, and I really feel the least of God's children tonight. He's been so good to me, and I know I don't deserve it. But I'm thankful that I have a little song I can try to sing that God wants me to sing, so really pray for us. <clears throat> Pray for us. <clears throat> the skeptics may say.
like to say how thankful and happy we are that Anthony could get up here to sing too. So anyone else have a song or testimony? Turn it over to our pastor then. Thank you. Wow, it sure is good to be here. What a great service we're having already. And uh, God's so good to us. I appreciate uh, all the singing and opening up and testifying. And uh, God's just amazing. And uh, you think after you know God for a long time that He would uh, stop being quite as amazing. But the longer I know Him, uh, the more amazing He gets. Yeah. And so I'm glad I've got a God that's an amazing God. So I want you to pray. I got a scripture I need to share with you tonight. And book of Psalms. It's in uh, the 138th Psalm. If you've got your Bible and want to turn there with me, feel free to do that. I want to read the 7th verse in the 138th Psalm. Then I'm going to go back and start at verse 1. But I want to get a word from the 7th verse. 
This is a psalmist speaking here. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, if you live long enough, you know what that's about. Job said, man born a woman a few days and full of trouble. And uh, I heard uh, uh, Bob Wilson preach at the Albert Street building a message I've never forgot once he was preaching so powerful. And he said, if you have never had any trouble, get a good grip because it's coming. And so uh, the writer here said, though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou wilt revive me. Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of mine enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. And so I'd like to use a subject or a text tonight. Let's let God revive us. And uh, we need to, to be revived. And the need to be revived is an ongoing, continual process. Uh, we need to be revived right along. And so, and God's been reviving us. Boy, he's given us good meetings. But there's a lot of reviving that yet needs done. And so, uh, and we all need to be part of that. So we look to the first verse, uh, Psalms 130. I will praise thee with my whole heart. Before the gods will I sing praise unto thee. And uh, there have been times in my life that uh, I wanted to praise God uh, with about 60% of my heart. Uh, I just uh, didn't want to get too close, but I didn't want to get out too much. Uh, you're either in with your whole heart or you're out. Uh, he said, I'll praise God with my whole heart. That means we need to put everything we got into it. And he said, uh, before the gods will I sing praise unto thee. And uh, that's kind of interesting. You don't hear a lot of uh, scriptures mention the gods. And now I, wanna, I want you to really pray. Now, I believe somebody needs to get in tonight and get revived. And, uh, but the gods, what's it talking about, the gods? And, of course, that's gods with a small g. Uh, there's lots of gods in this world, and I've had a plenty of them myself. Uh, what's it mean, preacher? I, I will, uh, with my whole heart before the gods, will I sing praise unto thee. Uh, we can put a lot of things in our life as gods. Uh, I remember, and I'll tell this on myself, this is bad, but when I was just uh, a teenager, maybe 18, 19 years old, and we were in the, uh, the building at Albert Street, the brick building, uh, the side of the building toward the west, it had uh, big windows on both sides of the building, but toward the west, it was toward the parking lot. And uh, I'd managed to get me an old car. Uh, this will show you how old I am. It was old, but it was a 1955 Plymouth. And uh, so got that car, and uh, I was so excited about it, and I drove it to church, and it was sitting there in the parking lot. And I, I parked it so I could see it out the window. Uh, the, on purpose, I parked it so I could see it out the window. I got me a good seat, and I, I was sitting there and looked at that car, and I had some things I wanted to do to it after church. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little fixing up on it, a little cleaning up, a little shining, so on. And uh, so while church is going on, I'd... I glance at the preacher or the singers. Uh, I don't even remember who preached. I don't remember who sang. I don't remember anything about service. But I can remember looking at that 55 Plymouth. Uh, at that time, that night, and that service, uh, that 55 Plymouth was my God. Uh, I was letting that be what my focus was on. 
Uh, you can have all kinds of things in your life. Uh, even uh, we talk to people sometimes, and uh, they've got all sorts of things as gods in their life. Uh, you can even have a, a personal relationship uh, as a god in your life that interferes with your relationship with the true and living God. And God put this on my heart a while ago when I used to pastor up at Pleasant View up near Defiance. Uh, we were having, uh, getting ready to have a revival. And there was a lady coming. She's sitting crying one night after church. Uh, I talked to her a little bit. She cried. She said, uh, I want to get saved. I, I know I need to. She said, I, I just don't think I can. And, and I said, well, honey, why not? She said, well, you and the other preachers uh, said if we're going to uh, get saved and we're going to have God in our soul, we have to put God first and we have to love him more than anybody. And, and I said, well, yeah, that's right. And, and she just cried. Uh, she said, I love my husband so much. She said, I, I just I don't think I can love God more than I love my husband. She said, I, and then we talked a little bit. And she said, I just don't know how to love my husband any less. And, and I, I put my arm around her and hugged her. I said, I got good news for you. Uh, uh, you don't have to love your husband any less. Uh, she said, but you said I had to put God first. Uh, I said, I got a surprise for you. Uh, and I want you to listen real careful. I said, if you'll put God first in your life uh, and let him be God and let him save your soul, uh, uh, you will love your husband more then uh, than you do now. Uh, and she said, I just don't see how that's possible. Uh, I said, well, uh, trust God uh, by faith. Uh, let God do what he can do in your life. I said, uh, God gives you an uh, amount of love and a kind of love uh, that you've never experienced before. Uh, it was a week or so later she got saved uh, and uh, just a, a day or two after after that, uh, she came to me with tears streaming down, and she hugged me. Uh, she said, I didn't believe you, uh, but you told me the truth. I love my husband now more than I ever have in my whole life. Uh, when I got saved, uh, she said, I love everybody. Uh, uh, I even love my kids better uh, than I did before. I wouldn't have thought it was possible. Listen, uh, when he said, You're, uh, uh, with my whole heart before the gods, I will sing praise unto thee whether it's your job, uh, whether it's your recreation, whether it's a personal relationship, uh, whether it's anything, whatever it might be, uh, put them behind you and put God in the front of you and sing praise unto God. Uh, well, what do you mean sing praise to him? Well, all through the Psalms, it talks about singing a new song. I'm telling you what, uh, when you get saved by the grace of God, uh, you'll have a song in your heart uh, that you've never had before, and you can sing the songs of Zion. And so uh, go with me here. Uh, there's some things here on down through here. Over in the second verse, we carry on down through here. The psalmist said, I will worship uh, toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. Uh, for thou hast magnified uh, thy word above all thy name. And so when he said, I will worship toward thy holy temple, I'll tell you what, uh, let's go back and get an example. Uh, you remember when Daniel uh, was down there in Babylon, he was a prisoner down there. Uh, uh, he'd look toward the east. He'd go toward his window. He'd open up his window. He'd look toward Jerusalem. <laughs> And he'd pray every day. Uh, he was a long way from home physically, but in his heart, uh, he was still looking toward home. He was looking toward Jerusalem. I'm, if you're going to do anything for God, you've got to be willing to look the right direction. Uh, look toward home. Uh, look toward uh, the hill from whence comest you help. Uh, look toward the temple of God. Uh, do like Daniel did. Uh, I'm telling you what, now let God be first in your life. When he said, I will worship toward thy holy temple, it takes, uh, you know what you've got to have to worship? You 
you've got to have the spirit and the truth to worship. It takes a real spirit to worship God. Now, it's good to come to church, and I invite people to come to church, and I want people to come to church. If you're out of fellowship, I want you to come. If you're doing something evil, I want you to come. If, if you're a sinner and on your way to hell, I want you to come to church. But here's the thing. If you want to get to a place where you can really worship God, uh, you've got to come and put your trust in God and look towards him and let him uh, be the center of your life. Uh, let him uh, be the center of your being. So when he said, I'll worship toward thy holy temple, and he said, praise thy name for thy love and kindness and for thy truth, for thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. I'm telling you, as I go down through life, it amazes me how the word of God just keeps uh, getting magnified and magnified and magnified. Uh, sometimes, uh, this is just uh, one, little, uh, one little example of what this is talking about. It's bigger than this, but I want to tell you this anyway. Now, uh, sometimes when I read the Bible, I'll read over a <coughs> passage of Scripture that I've probably read a thousand times. I know what that means. Uh, well, yeah, but maybe there'll be just a little word in there or just a little phrase in our brother Carl, and God will say, hey, wait a minute, look at this a little closer, and, and God will give me a thought on it I've never had before. Of course, it lines up with the rest of it. It don't cross it. But I said, why didn't I ever see that before? But I get happy because God showed it to me right now. I'll tell you what, God can give you what you need when you need it. He's a good God. Praise God. I'm glad we got a God like that that magnifies his word. Now, let's look down here into verse 3. In the day when I cried, thou answerest me and strengthened me with strength in my soul. Uh, boy, uh, what's that talking about? Well, it could be a lot of days, but when I read that, I thought about the day when I called on God, when I was lost and I got saved. Uh, when I called on, listen how it says it, in the day when I cried, thou answerest me and Thou strengthenest me with strength in my soul. I'm telling you what, if you've been saved by the grace of God, uh, you know what God can do. Uh, I'm telling you what, uh, we ought not put God on the side. We ought not put him in the back. Uh, we need to be revived. We need to put God first, and God will revive us. And sometimes the devil said, I just can't do it. Now he'll say, you can't do it. Uh, you, uh, you just can't uh, get out of the spot you're in. I want you to know uh, God can do anything. Sometimes uh, when we're doubting our Self, uh, we're really doubting God. It's God that can do it. Let's let Him have His uh, place in our life. Let's be revived. Well, I'm talking, you talk about having revival. Uh, God's been working and moving so good, and I praise Him for it. I, I thank God for how He's been blessing our services. Uh, but I'm telling you what, we need to get to another place, and, and there's people that uh, needs to move. And, and just, I, I just thought the other day, I thought we got so many people that needs to move. And boy, if somebody just make a start, I wonder what happened. But everybody that needs to move, uh, I pray that you do. He goes, He says this in the day when I cried, Thou answerest me and strengthened me with uh, strength in my soul. Now listen to this. All the kings of the earth shall praise thee, O Lord, when they hear the words of thy mouth. Well, what kings is that? You say, well, there's lots of different kings. Uh, I believe this is talking about uh, more uh, than uh, the king of this country and the king of that country. I think it's talking about the kings it's talking about over in the fifth chapter of Revelations in the 10th verse. It said, we'll be uh, priests and kings unto God. Well, I'm telling you, when I got saved, God put me in a kingdom, and he made me a king, and he made me a priest. And I praise God. Uh, 
When the Lord moves, all his people can feel it. We need to uh, be revived and get in and have power with God. Boy, I like what he's telling us uh, in the book. And so when he's going on down through here, now all the kings of the earth shall praise thee, O Lord. When thou hear the word of thy mouth, yeah, listen to this. Yea, they shall sing in the ways of the Lord, for great is the glory of the Lord. And I heard an old preacher preach one time. It kind of shocked me. I was just a young boy. You've probably heard the saying many times, but I kind of recall the first time I heard it. He said, uh, when we get over home, he said, even right now, he said, but especially when we get to heaven, he said, we can sing a song uh, that the angels can't sing. Uh, boy, I believe that, Mike uh, Nichols, uh, we can sing a song. I'm redeemed. By the blood of the Lamb. Boy, I'm telling you what, uh, seem like uh, the angels would kind of envy that a little bit. I don't know, uh, but I, I'm glad we can sing it. And I'm glad it's real to me. Uh, let's be revived. If you're not on fire for God, get on fire. But preacher, now you don't know the problems I've got. You don't know the bad things I've done. You don't know the waste that's against me. I'll tell you what, let me tell you something. There was a man in the Bible. You've all heard about him. He was a man after God's own heart. His name was David, and he was king down in Israel. Boy, I'm telling you, he was a real fellow. <laughs> He's uh, the man that uh, delivered uh, the animals. Uh, he, he delivered them from the lion. Uh, praise God, he delivered them from the bear. And, and then when Israel was in a fight against the giant, he come down. And I'm telling you what, uh, David had power. Uh, I'm glad that he had the power of God. Uh, he was a real man, uh, but yet he did some bad things. He finally, he was guilty of murder. He was guilty of adultery. Uh, well, you say, I see into him. I uh, know it wasn't. He repented. I'm telling you what, uh, if, if we mess up, we can repent. And there's none of us perfect. We need to repent and get in with our whole heart. And when he repented, he, he admitted he was in the wrong. Uh, if you're ever going to repent, you've got to admit you're wrong. And when he repented, and he asked God to create in him a clean heart. Uh, praise God. And so when he's uh, talking about down here, uh, think about this. Uh, I like this. Let's go down to verse 6. Though the Lord be high, yet hath he respect unto the lowly. Uh, but the proud he knoweth far off. Uh, God knows where everybody's at. But I'm telling you what, if you're proud in the flesh, uh, you are got a long way between you and God. But I like this part. Uh, what he said down here, though the Lord be high, uh, he's high as he, there's nothing higher than him, but yet hath he respect unto the lowly. I'm glad one time when I couldn't uh, get up where he was at, he come down and got me. And I'm telling you, he's still uh, in there in my soul. And, uh, you know, uh, I shouldn't probably. I'll just tell this on myself too. Uh, good as God's been to me, good as God is to me every day, sometimes I get a little blue. Uh, I hesitate to say the word depressed. That's, that's overused. I get a little blue, a little melancholy, a little out of sorts, a little down in the dumps. Uh, uh, that sounds better than saying depressed. Uh, get a little out of sorts. Uh, and, I, and then uh, God will say to me, why are you acting like that? Count your blessing. Look up uh, to the hills from whence comest thy help. Uh, but I'm telling you what, uh, why do you get that way, preacher? Well, I don't know. I guess because I'm human. Uh, but I'm telling you what, uh, if you're down in the dumps, if you're down in the valley, if you're down in the low place, you don't have to stay there. You can get revived. God will put you up on the mountain. Boy, I'm glad I've got a God that puts us on the mountain when we are willing. Listen. Now, he won't force us uh, to be happy. He won't force us to serve him, but he'll let us and he'll bless us if we're willing. But we've got to make a little effort, make a little move by faith. 
And so then he comes on down here and he says this, and I read this already. I want to read verse 7. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou wilt revive me. Are you willing to be revived tonight? Are you willing to let God bring you up above your troubles? Praise God. Hey, let me read that again. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou wilt revive me. Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of mine enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. Now listen to this. The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me, uh, thy mercy, excuse me, the Lord will perfect that which concerneth me, thy mercy, O Lord, endureth forever, forsake not the works of thine own hand. Praise God, what a prayer that is. Are you willing to get in that prayer? Are you willing to get in that reviving? Let's stand up, let's have a song, and somebody needs to come. Somebody needs, and listen, you don't have to be out doing bad stuff to need to come to the altar. Uh, I, I think sometimes uh, we don't use the altar near as much as we ought to. Uh, you, if you just feel like down in your heart, if you just feel like coming and praying and getting revived up and getting in a better spot for this revival, uh, do that. Uh, listen, it doesn't matter what you need to do when God wants you to do it. Do it, and please do it hurriedly. Do it right now while we sing. Sing when you're ready. <clears throat> please obey the Lord. Please come. Yeah, don't linger. Don't, don't wait. There's things we need to do. Let's, let's move on God's promise. You believe God's real? Sure you do. You believe he's all powerful? I know you do. Then step out on his promise and let him bless you. Let him revive you. Let him help you. I believe there's people here can get saved tonight. I believe there's people here that could rededicate their life tonight. I believe there's people here that could come willing to follow Jesus and join the church. Obey the Lord. Will you let God revive you tonight? Come and let's let God revive us. Come and let's get in. What? God's wanting to give us revival. We have to open our hearts to let the revival flow in. Well, I appreciate this service. The choir singing, the special singing, the opening up. People praying right now. People are praying. I can feel it. And I'm, I'm so excited. And I have a longing. I have a longing. Will you come right now? Come right now. Please come. Please come. Please come. Come on. Please come. Careless soul, oh, heed the warning. When God's word warns us, we need to listen and we need to respond we need to trust and obey trust and obey amen I expected all of us have people that we love and are concerned about and we'd like to be a help to them uh, people with kind, caring, loving hearts feel that way, and that's a good way to feel, and that's a 
blessing from God. In just a minute, I'm going to ask him to sing another song. And uh, I don't make this invitation real often. I do once in a while. But, but I feel real strong like making it right now, tonight. In a little bit, when we sing this next song, I'm going to ask you to look way down deep in your heart and in your life. And if you realize there's a spiritual need there, and maybe you just haven't come to a place where you maybe are agreeable to doing whatever it takes to get that fixed. But it, let's go back to what I was saying. Let's look way down deep inside, and if there's a spiritual need there, something needs done, something needs to change, something needs to happen, and you want the prayers of God's people, I'm going to ask you to do this. And, and I know this takes some effort. And, uh, it takes a strong will on your part and help from God. I'm going to ask you to step out from wherever you're at. I'm going to ask you to come up here and just shake hands with me. I won't try to hold on to you or pressure you or beg you to stay at the altar. You're welcome to come to the altar anytime you want to. But if you just come and give your hand and go back to your seat, that would be such a great help and an inspiration. That would be such a great help in the right direction. And, and I believe it helped you, and I believe it helped me to even pray for you more. I believe it helped our church, and I believe it helped us on the road toward revival. <coughs> So while we sing this song, and, and you, you don't have to be totally out of church to respond to that. If you feel like responding to it, do it. Mind the Lord while we sing, while we sing. Would there be one and come? Would there be one and come? Sometimes it seems like it. people are facing brick walls, but God can break down the brick walls. Would you ask him to? Would you ask God right now? God, help me to go and just shake hands with the pastor tonight. Help me to start on the road I need to start on to be revived. Would you do that tonight? Is anyone here feel like doing that? Please obey the Lord. Would you come? Come right now. Come just like you are. Just like you are. You don't have to elevate yourself. You don't have to make yourself any brighter or prettier or better. Just come like you are. Give your hand. And I don't think anybody here will think bad of you if you come give your hand. The devil said, well, I wonder why you did that. Don't worry about what the devil says. Think about what God's wants. Think about what you need tonight. Think about what you need. Obey the Lord. Let God revive us tonight. Amen. Well, I thank the Lord for your good prayers and great attention and strong backing of the word. I appreciate everybody here tonight. Any words from anybody before we come to a close? Something on your heart to do? If you've got a word to say or any of these preachers might have something to extend the invitation, that's, you're welcome. If you've got a song to sing, a testimony, prayer request, whatever it is, follow the Lord.
Good, John. Thank you. Lord loves us all. Amen. Thank the Lord for that testimony. Amen. Anybody else? I appreciate everybody's here and thank the Lord for every person. I just thank God for you. We've got a lot of praying to do. And uh, please. Uh, I know it's a week and a half uh, before our revival officially starts on the 17th. But let's invite people. And let's start now. Uh, let's pray and pray and uh, let's invite people and let's do everything we can working toward that. And uh, God's got a lot of blessings he's wanting to give us. And let's try to come on his terms so that we fit in the spot where he can give us those blessings. Anything else? Not last, Brother Ryan, pray dismissal. one more thing. Uh, this card was found out there in the edge of one of those chairs out in the foyer. It's a Southwest Rapid Rewards card, and it says Amy Young on it. So if anybody knows where that goes, you're at liberty to go.